Robert Howard, what are the vibes for tonight? What are the vibes for this week's podcast? How are, how are you feeling? Well, big boy. You know, I've been, I've been You're what? Listening to the new pod, the last one that you and I did together. And I was like, you know, I, I, I want to make this more buddy in this week. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, I never, I didn't expect that to be what you were going to say. I didn't expect that was what you were going to be able to say. What is that exactly going to look like? More about me. I have a, let's see, I have, it's about a 30 mile long list. Uh, it's called the questionnaire for Ian. <laughs> oh my, oh my um, damn dude. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I just, you know, I, I really, I know you well. <laughs> um, fortunately or unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah either or sometimes too um, well but sometimes just right yeah yeah i think so i think we're getting to more of the of the just right yeah sometimes it was it, for a little while it was a little too well it was uncomfortably close to the to the knowledge that you had about me you know the older the i feel like i can speak for you as well so i will please um, do please don't the, the older we get, the more we realize that, you know, knowing people intimately, not that great. Yeah, I mean, it's... We could do less of... I, I really enjoy more of a surface level interaction <laughs> nowadays rather than like, hey, how are you actually doing? I'm like, you know, hey, let's let's just... Let's go. How you doing? Good. Okay. Let's move on. I appreciate... Here's do. what I appreciate. I appreciate... I think that it is key to have the deep interactions. You know, I think that I would hate my life would feel like uh, purposeless and a bit less full if I didn't have those kind of meaningful moments. But when it's always got to be a thing, every time we talk, it's got to be a thing. Whoever the other person I'm talking to, whether it's a coworker or a family member or like a friend or relative, it's just like... Does it doesn't always have to be an unpacking of life's issues and your deep oh, crises good. that you're running through? Yeah, it just doesn't have to yeah. be that. It can just be a very shallow conversation about our favorite cereal or something like that. It doesn't have to be that deep. You're thinking That's, too hard about it. Exactly. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So I just, you know, well, are you we saying to know Ian? Are you saying that what? you think that you and I have too deep of a relationship at the moment? We need to loosen things up, get a little more surface level. Or are you trying to actually go deeper right now? I don't know. I'm actually trying to go deeper. I feel oh, like our okay, okay. our relationship right now is actually it's I'd say it's pretty pretty equal. Pretty equal. There's not too there's <clears throat> not too much. You know, we don't go too deep anymore. Uh, until we do completely shallow until we do you know what yeah. i mean it's like I, it just that's depends totally fine because mm -hmm. that's you know that we're you know we've known each other a long time so it'd be weird if we didn't yeah that'd feel strange i mean we just mean we're growing <laughs> apart i guess but yeah which hey you know if that happens it's a deeper issue sometimes man <laughs> Ian, I'm breaking up with you. That's what I'm <laughs> You're breaking up the podcast. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at, man. I'm losing and the just lost. Like, you know that Reddit post last week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the, I'm, I'm like, I'm the girl. I'm scared of you <laughs> hitting me. I, so I'm just trying to like gently let you down. So basically what you're saying is you're a coward when it comes to this podcasting and relationship scene. You're, you're just admitting that you're oh, cowardice I'm, and immature. I mean, they call me Connor the Cowardly Cow, so... Cowardly <laughs> Cow. That's like some kind yeah. of children's book that somebody wrote on, like, LSD. It's <laughs> talking about the, all their deep insecurities that their drugs have just revealed to them. 
as a kid you're like this is fun and as an adult three you're just like in, oh you're like, this is oh, dark this is rough this has got like a lot of he killed real himself life. after this for <laughs> yeah. sure this was a note this was his note <laughs> you're like oh this is, i'm reading a suicide note okay so you've got a list of questions that you've just what came up with that you how did you come upon these questions you just felt like what do i not know yet about ian no i it was more of like it's for the audience I like it. Okay. 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 That's interesting. Un- uh, unfortunately, we're at a point in our relationship <laughs> yeah. where it's, it's just like <clears throat> it's not much unknown. Know, there might be, to be honest, there might be some new stuff. Yeah. I don't really care. Nah. I mean, I do care. Nah. Because you if, could also take a guess. If, you could also probably take a guess. You like, ca- that sounds about right. Wait. Well, here's the thing. If you care, I care. But, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's, so like, it's I- like if it's important to you, I'm like fuck yeah. Tell me this is important to me. But if not. Then it's not that important to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not that. Then and that's like, what it okay, should be. And that's what it should be. Right? You know what I mean? I'm so eager to hear you talk about things that matter to you. But if something's <laughs> going on in your life that you don't feel like talking about, I don't care to hear about it. You're like, hey, bud, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, you know what? Thanks for that because I really don't care. <clears throat> so <clears throat> do you want to jump right into this or do you want to like, do you have any other chit-chatting you want to do around the block? I did have, I did have a little bit of an interesting uh, interaction that I wanted to tell you about too. I, listen, then I want to hear that first. Oh, you know what? You're important is, to me. I'm like the I'm like the, the the bride. This is my day. This is my big day right here. I mean, you gotta have it every once. Every in a once day, in a right? while, I have to have the attention put back on me. I guess. Um, not that this podcast doesn't do that enough. I I feel. <clears throat> I was like, oh, so now the podcast is gonna become about me. I I see. I see. Um, I was uh, the, the other day. I was. I came to visit, came back to see the fam. And so I'm flying in from LA to Portland and I get on my flight and I'm sitting there and basically half the plane was empty, which is super nice. I had a whole row to myself and there's an Asian gentleman, probably late twenties, early thirties sitting in the row next to me. And I see him walk in with like a tall boy can. It was kind of like the size of an energy drink can, but it's of Heineken beer. And I was like, first of all, First of all, that's like a really rough choice. So I'm just hoping that maybe they just didn't have any other options at whatever place he was at. But he brought in his beer and I was like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. But apparently, and this is something that I kind of knew, and I've I've told this story to a few people, and not everyone knows this, but you can't, if you buy a beer or an alcoholic beverage in the airport, you can't drink it on the plane. Yeah. You can drink kind of I feel like that's common knowledge. You know, I I thought so. I and sort I, of and thought I don't so. Fly. I've flown like yeah, three times. Yeah. But I I know people. I told a few people that they're like, "Really? That's the rule?" And I was like, "Yeah." And it because if if you don't drink or if you don't I don't know even know where I've heard it. I just knew it. It's just something that kind of was floating around my head. It's a dumb rule though because if you are just thinking about it from a reasonable perspective, you're like, "Well, I can buy any of these beverages in the thing, so why why couldn't I drink it on the plane? Isn't that the point? I pay for it in the airport, and then I got to have it on my on my flight. And if I could drink an energy drink, and you can get wasted in the bar beforehand, you know, you could crack a few of those things and crush them before your flight, and then hop on. But then what? You can't open it on the plane. And so I look over, and apparently he had cracked his beer open, and he was sipping. He was going to Sippington City, and. <clears throat> People are walking back and forth, and then this flight attendant lady, and of course, it's the one that's still wearing a mask, so she's the one that's still going to oh. be uptight and have to make a deal oh. about something. <clears throat> can, I, 
can I pause your story? Please do. And I and I hate to make this about me, but uh, don't don't you feel like you, it's kind of nice because now you know who all the narcs are. Because yeah, because at like, this you're point, like, oh, you're wearing a mask. At this it, point, you're that type of person. Well, it's either two things: either you're that type of person, or you're insecure about how you look. Oh, you because I much acne I, I do day. know people that are like still throwing on masks because they don't like the way their face looks, either skin complexion or that it hides the double chin, and so they're just they feel a little more confident throwing the mask on, which is like. Hmm. I don't know, but then you're still the guy walking around with a mask on. You know what I mean? Which is just equally as... I mean, what looks worse? No one's going to respect you either way. Yeah, what looks worse, a double chin or a mask? A mask. (laughs) The mask still looks worse. (laughs) And 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 I may have just spilled my... You may... By me saying that, you may now know my political... (laughs) Political... Robert, I don't don't think that that was... I don't think that that was ever a question on the table. I mean, it's the the amount of (laughs) racial slurs that have been said on this podcast by you... Maybe there's a chance that you might have leaned one way more than the other. Um, right, I'm a hardcore Democrat, <laughs> liberal all the way, baby. Um, so he, she walks by, sees him going to Sippington City, and is like, "You can't. That is, you can't have that on this plane. You cannot be. Give me, give me that right now. Give me that right now." And it's like basically for, acting like he's the dude is holding like a loaded gun in his lap. Basically, that's how she's treating this Heineken. And we so, got a terrorist. Oh yeah, we go. No, no, no. Really, it was like it was like this guy is a threat to us. Like almost like he had pulled out a knife and started cutting up an apple. And she was just like, "What on earth are you doing? How, why on earth would you think you could have a knife on here?" But it's not that unreasonable if you don't know the rule that to think that you can just open your beverage on the plane. And so she's like, "Give me that right now!" Snatches out of his hand, walks to the front of the plane, starts talking to this other guy. And I'm like, "Damn, I just probably just throw it out or whatever." Then she comes back to him and says, do you have anything else on you like that? And he's like, no, that was like the only thing that I had bought. And she's like, okay, get all your stuff. Get all every, every, get your bag, get everything right now. Come with me right now. What? Yeah. Takes him out. And I'm like, are they going to like go search his bag to make sure he doesn't have any more beers on him that he may have bought in the airport or something like that? And then I never see him again. They just removed him him from the the flight. Off the flight because he opened his beer that he purchased in the airport. They removed him. They were selling. They had half gallons of Tito's for sale in the airport. I can see if maybe you were just going to town on a half gallon of Tito's, but you opened a Heineken. Although he wasn't even like, was he drunk? No, no, he was such a great. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, my bad. And just handed her the bag. He wasn't making a scene. She was the one that seemed like she was maybe a little on something. Uh, maybe. Maybe she hadn't had a day off in a while. I mean, I guess, but like of all the things to get like upset, I, it's one thing to be to rudely snatch the beer away from him and go throw it away. It's another thing though to throw him off the plane. Like I just do not wrap my head around why on earth that was the decision made and who made that decision. Um, but there was somebody on my flight back who maybe should have been removed from the flight. I get on and what I. What color were they? <laughs> no, no, no. They were they were they were white. They were white. It was this oh. heavier set oh, okay. white girl. She oh, um. Well, the- she I I get on. I go to book my my ticket or I go to reserve my seats for my flight. And literally, it's the night before, so it's not like I'm right heading up to the flight. I have plenty of hours ahead of time, and no seats are open except for the emergency row 
and premium seating. They have first class that are all full, but then they have premium seating. And both were like 60. Wait, you have to select your seats? Yeah. On certain, on certain, depending on where you fly, fly Alaska. Oh, okay. Huh. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so I go, I'm like, well, both of them are $65 extra. So I'm just like, well, that great. That's awesome. But I was looking at the perks for both and I was like, well, I get even more leg room with the premium and you get free alcohol with the premium. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go and take premium seating instead of the exit row. Yeah. Why not? I have to pay the same exact amount of money. I would love to be trashed on a flight. Maybe I'll do that. It was, well, I mean, you could have joined this girl. (laughs) <laughs> you could have hung out with her because <laughs> this girl was she was washed from the time she got on the plane I, I get on the flight and she is you can hear her from outside the plane it felt like like you could hear her voice it was just like super nasally super like like very it's just obviously intoxicated that's all it like it's there's no other way to describe it. it's not like she was just slurring all her words but it was this kind of like you shouldn't be this confident to talk this loudly, this openly in front of a bunch of people you don't know. And like, she's, she was not using her inside voice. No, and she's not even, I, I get in and I sit down and I don't have my headphones in anything. I'm just, I'm just chilling. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna enjoy, I'm just, I was trying to be a little bit more unplugged on my trip back uh, home. So I was just like, I'm not gonna listen to anything for a while. <coughs> Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> you good, homie? I'm good, homie. Um, and so I get in there and, um, she's just yammering away to the people that are next to her. And I'm like, whatever, maybe they're a group, something like that. And then come to find out very shortly into this, she does not know these people. It is a older black lady, probably in her late 50s, probably in her 60s. And then a younger black guy who was her nephew. It was an aunt and a nephew, and he was 21. And this girl was 30. And she kept reiterating how old she was because she was 30. And she's so old, and she's whatever. And so <clears throat> I get on, and she's just going. I'm going to pull up because I took some notes about what exactly she said. Uh, I just don't want to miss anything. <clears throat> I get on, first of all, she's like, she's like, yeah, no, I'm just, I just, I feel so old. It's just like, I mean, my friend the other day told me, she was looking at me and she's like, honestly, you look so good for 30, but like, I feel like people just say that. I like, I, do they, do they even mean that? I feel like that's just something people just say. Like, what do you think? Do you think I look old? I mean, do you think I look whatever? And then the other lady's just like, well, I'm 60. So, I mean, you don't really look that old. I mean, you don't look great. I mean, the, she looked like she had maybe eaten a 30 year old on top of herself, but <clears throat> she's just chatting loudly up these people and of course, the the main thing she has to go to to try to get her introduction in is to talk about her knowledge of hip-hop and how much rap and rappers oh. that she knows. So she's talking about the fact that she works at a rehab facility, which I'm like, first of all, it didn't take any pointers maybe from, you know, the people that you're stuck working with because you are gone, baby girl. And so maybe she, she's their supplier. I don't, I don't even know because she seems like the kind of girl that would slip pills to people that are in like, that are in like the rehab facility and just be like, oh no, I'll get you that as long as you like, you know, give me like something afterwards. Like dip me down. But she starts talking, she's like, oh, there was this dude that was working 
that I was working with, and he was like, oh, I bet you don't even know about Lil Wayne. And she's like, Lil Wayne? Like, what are you, are you even crazy? Of course I know Lil Wayne. I grew up on Lil Wayne. I was there for Lil Wayne's come up. Like, I know everything about Lil Wayne. I remember seeing him and B.O.B. and Coachella, and I remember B.O.B. threw his pick at me. And, like, so the crazy thing is that you think I don't know about Lil Wayne, and then I told them I also know Lil Baby. And they were, like, literally their minds were blown. Oh, my goodness, this white lady over here who just looks, looks so old, she even knows who Lil Baby is. She knows who Lil Wayne and Lil Baby is. And she just kept yapping about how she knows Lil Baby and Lil Wayne. And these two, these this aunt and cut, uh, nephew were just uncomfortably nodding along. Oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, I know Lil Baby. Yeah, no, I know I know Lil Wayne. And she kept, like, asking Aunt, do you know? Do you know who these people are? And she's like, I mean, not really. Like, I'm 65. No, I don't really know who Lil Wayne is that much. <clears throat> and she's just going on and on. And then throughout the whole flight, she just... She did not stop talking a single time from the time that they got on the flight to the end of the flight. She did not stop talking to these people. And I think at one point, at one point they were telling her that she, that they were going to go to Atlanta or something like that. They're like, yeah, we're going to Atlanta next. We have a wedding. And she's like, oh my gosh, you don't even understand. You don't even understand. Literally, I could call on my phone right now, any of my girlfriends and ask them, what is the one place that I really wanted to go this whole time? And it's Atlanta. She's like, you guys must be sent by God. Honestly, like we should like go to Atlanta together. And, oh. she, and then she starts trying to arrange a trip. She like gives them her number and asks for their number. And it's like, yo, when are you guys going? Because I have five weeks free in July. That's when I get my next vacation time. And so, like, five may- weeks? Yeah, she's like, maybe if you want to, like, have, like, anywhere in those five weeks, then we could go. And, like, I'm down to go to Atlanta. And they're, like, she's trying to just schedule these random people. And because the whole time that she's on the plane, she's actively trying to hook up with this kid. And, but, like, the whole time she keeps commenting on how hot he is, how whatever he is. And then it's like, no, but I mean, like, I would never do anything because, like, I'm, like, 30. So it's like, you're too, you're way too young for me. And she, like, openly says in front of the amp. Like, oh my goodness, like, your son is so nice, so cute, the way he just handled all the tickets and stuff for you, like, or not his son, your your nephew, it's like, honestly, I know so many w- women out there that would just want to fuck your nephew, and, like, says oh. that right right to this lady, and she's like, oh, I, I mean, I don't know anything about that, and, like, the other dude is just, he's clearly so uncomfortable, like, why would you try to have this conversation where you're trying to, like, get into my pants right in front of my aunt, was she seriously that? No, she was toasted. Up. And she in the whole time she kept talking about how excited she was that she's in premium class so she gets free alcohol to the point where the stewardess lady is like, "Hey miss, like I hope you realize you don't get free unlimited alcohol." And honestly, you're kind of freaking me out right now with how you're acting and talking. So like, are you good? Like are are you even good to be served alcohol? And she's like, "No, sorry. I just I didn't even know. I just was I wasn't sure. I just, I don't want to cause an issue or anything like that. You know, whatever." And she just did not, she did not stop talking. And she also just kept reiterating how hot this kid was. But then every time, like, but I mean, I would never. I mean, you're so cute, but I would never. Yada, yada, whatever. I'm just way too old. And uh, she went on and on. She talked about how she loves touching moss and said that she's like, I know it's moss. She's like, I really love just rubbing moss. Like, it, I know that kind of sounds like I'm on Molly or something like that, but like, I just love the feeling of moss against my hands. And then they start talking about smoking weed. And she's like, I, I just, I don't really smoke weed that much because the last you time. You should. I, no, she's like, the last time I was smoking weed, 
I, <laughs> she's like, I had just washed my bed sheets and I put them on my bed and I had smoked some sativa and then I just got into my bed and then just started coming everywhere. Oh <laughs> my God. She's like, I just couldn't stop coming. So that's why what like I don't. Fuck. <laughs> and the, the dude is like just from smoking weed and hopping into your bench. Like, I mean, it was fresh bed sheets. And like, I just started coming everywhere and I just couldn't even help myself. So I just don't smoke weed like that. It was unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. I've never met somebody that just no shame. I mean, she had to be so... It wasn't like, you could tell by the way she was talking, but the confidence to say the shit she was saying, like me and the dude next to me, we're just dying laughing on this flight together. Every time she says the next crazy shit and we just like crack up laughing, everyone around us is laughing. All the rows, can, everyone can hear her on the whole front half of the plane it feels like. So everyone is just laughing at this lady. And then she like started telling him like, okay, she's like, what area do you live in? And he was telling her like, oh, I live by this beach area or whatever. And she's like, oh, really? there's a lot of bitches out there. Like, honestly, there's this great facility out there that you can get tested to make sure you don't have any like uh, fucking uh, STIs or whatever. And I was like, you you don't even live in California. You live in Washington, but you know an, a, a fucking STI testing facility in cali like how many times do you come to california just to get ran through and then you have to go get tested at this place she's like, they do it for free and she's and he was just like nah like i'm careful about that i don't you know this is you're crazy basically he's like no nah, i'm not a i'm degenerate. not i'm not a degenerate whore so you know I, I kind of i keep my distance or whatever and uh and she um and then I, i'm walking outside i go outside to go get picked up by justin when and um, there she is, standing outside, chatting up, an up another black guy. Just I, she just came for mm. some BBC. She came to the LBC for some BBC, and that's that's what she was looking for. You know, that is the place I've heard to go for BBC. I mean, of um, all the areas around, I mean, Oregon don't got none. You know, Washington um, doesn't ha really have any. So I mean, California is the closest if, place it, you can go to. If there are black guys, they're whitewashed. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not real. They're not true blue. You know, yeah. they're 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 I'm something probably else. the blackest guy in Washington. It's certainly in Vancouver. And in Vancouver and you know, not even close. No, it was uh it was unbelievable. I just I don't know I don't know. I just don't like do you not like it's just her whole year, her whole sense of living was for this one week that she could just go to LA by herself, get super drunk and get fucked by a bunch of dudes. That was what her whole year and life is about is living for that and just getting super wasted on the plane. Just the whole week is just wasted. And like her ideal situation is like two to three black guys just come over to her wherever she's staying that night. And it's just like, damn, just bro. Use her. Damn, bro. What a rough life to be living. What a, what an empty life to have. That's when you should pull out the Quran and just be like, hey, you should read this. <laughs> wait, because just, this is you. this is making a lot of sense right now. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really starting to get this whole Islam thing. I'm really starting to yeah, pick when I see women like this. It's really starting to add up for me. <laughs> Listen, I used to be for women's rights. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't feel like I've changed my mind a little you, bit. You have, you have uh, put that final nail in the coffin. You're too insufferable for suffrage. Damn. What an experience. 
Dude, it was, I, I feel like I didn't even need much to entertain myself on the flight because I could just listen to her. And every five to ten minutes, she'd just drop another gem that was just like, oh, whoa, what? What? Oh. How do you say that? How do you say that that loud to anybody, much less people you just met? Unka gem. Unka gem. Like, that's exactly how she talked, too. Oh man, it was rough. Do you, did you did you just want to hit her? I don't even know. Like I just wanted to follow her around and watch the rest of her week. I wanted to see how the rest. I wanted to see her next oh, interaction with somebody. Cool. Like that kind of person is just. I could sit and watch that for hours. Mm. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was really really something. But uh, yeah, that was pretty much that was pretty much my uh, my airport experience coming back home and stuff. Um, so other than that, I mean, if you want to hop into some questions, I'm uh, what do you, what do you got what do you got for me there, my guy? Yeah, I, I got a I got a quick update for you. Okay, hit me with it. Um, uh, update from what was it last last time's topic about the uh, the couple? Oh, the threesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, they're getting divorced. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, just to recap, this is a couple that asked you to join them for a threesome, not like a threesome relationship, but just a threesome. Yeah. A married couple that the the husband approached you on. They're getting divorced? What? Yep. Mm -hmm. That was like, what, two weeks ago? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's in, in no way, shape, I mean, or form am I surprised. Kind of, but yeah, not at all am I surprised. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Oh, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. That's really rough. Because, I mean, if... Yeah. Because it's one thing... Yeah, that's... I mean, that's not... There's really no shock. There. I don't even know what else to say. That's <laughs> the end, baby. That's how it goes. That's how the story yeah. goes. C'est la vie. C'est la vie, boo. Yeah, so that's uh yeah, that's about it. Now she's wow. hot after me. So Yeah, I was gonna say she worse. must be hot on your tracks now, now that she's yeah, free and it's, single. It's pretty bad. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, she's going around and just telling people what she wants to do to me. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Telling and people? It's, get, it's getting be- Yeah, she went to my supervisor and just what? told her all the things she would do to me and I was like, Oh boy. What? What? Yeah. Whoa! 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 What? Whoa! Lunatic. What? And she goes. She goes. She goes. I'm gonna make him give me a ride on that bike. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Damn! This so, isn't even. This isn't even like a customer. Is this is someone who works at your company. Yeah. <laughs> this is at the the your regular job or your side job. Regular job. Oh, so the time you, the the okay. So you're most of your week you're in a place where this girl could approach. Uh, well, I'm never at the facility. I'm only at the facility for maybe like 45 minutes a day. Maybe. All right. Well, I guess that's fair, but still, dude. Oh, you're going to yeah. be hunted. You're going to feel the, the presence of someone hunting you every time you step foot in that building. It's, you know, I'm I'm pretty used to it, unfortunately. It's, yeah. It's like, uh, it, this is nothing new. But it's just a bummer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to be left. The it's it's amazing. The more I like, the more I'm keeping, because I'm I'm becoming a lot more of a recluse. Mm. And the, the more I'm, 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know it. I didn't know you weren't already the most of a recluse. <laughs> yeah. So I thought you were just I'm reclosed like... already. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, you were still leaving your doors open. Level. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know you were yeah. still open. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just the more I'm like. I want to be away from people. Just wow, right. That's such a big loss because like, hey. you were you were such a social butterfly before. Oh, I know, I know. Just I know, fluttering know. around from one flower to the next, there to chit chat it up. And I know I'm going to be missed by many. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine for you. It might be devastating for a few other people that think that like because that's the thing. In your situation, you're that kind of person. It's not even that you're that kind of – you're just like a sane human being. Insane, which is crazy to say that you're sane. It but is. But, like, you're one of those people where I feel like I have that same issue where some people just assume that you guys are buddies. And that, like, you That's you like guys are – everyone. Yeah, like, you are close with it. And it's – I don't know what it – like, what is it? Is it because you are, like, a polite – person especially when you're in sales i feel like especially your customers because you're in like you say salesman mode where you're putting on the the putting on the mask and you're being what you need to be to get your job done and so it really makes right. these people think that oh i've got a relationship relationship with this dude like we're buddies we're close you know and it's just like yeah. uh, i kind of know you kind of yeah they well they think i've had so many customers like i know you so like Oh, I know you. I'm like you. Oh, like, uh, you. You have Excuse no idea. Me? Oh, that's all of that's all of my customers. They're like, oh, well, I know you, Robert. No, nah, but like, I mean, I know everyone else thinks they know I'm you, like, but I really know you, Robert. I know I'm who like, you are. Yeah, you really don't. Yeah, dude. I've had so. What yeah, do you so say to that though? I know how you are. What do you say to that? Yeah. Do you just go, "Yep, you oh. do"? Nope, I don't say anything. Mm. So, like, <laughs> sure. Yikes, yikes, yikes. I mean, yeah, I don't, oh, I think it's because, because you are different than other people in certain ways that, and you kind of seem a little bit reclosed at times that, um, it, it draws people. Yeah. In. It makes people want to get to know you where it's like, it's a badge of honor to know you because it's obvious that you're standoffish and you're a little bit more of, you're a little edgy. So like when people think that they, I'm sure I had that feeling, I think when we first became friends and became like really good friends, I was like, well, I know Robert and no, not really anybody else knows Robert. So it felt like this thing of like, I got to know the one that usually pushes everybody else away. So I think that a lot of people will be eager to want to close that gap and be like, oh, well, I'm in the inner circle. Robert has let me into the inner circle because clearly he keeps a distance between him and the next guy. Which is why you have a bunch of weird middle-aged white dudes just trying to, like, go out and play golf with you and shit like that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, you yeah, want to hit the back nine this weekend? It's That's pretty accurate, yeah. I Well, I had a, I had a customer straight up be like, He's like you. He goes, you. You always drop hints. He's like, but you never give us the full, the full version of you. Mm. He's like, so that I'm. He's like, you. You fascinate me. Mm. And I was like, first of all, you're 42. That's weird. Super fucking creepy guy. <laughs> I'm like that's fucking weird. Stan. So strange. So strange. Stan. His name is Stan. <laughs> Stan. Uh, wow, that's so, so strange, my guy. 
Yeah. He's like, you're just, he's like, you're just an interesting person. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I am. And I was like, is it because I like have boundaries? (laughs) Yeah, that must be what it is that it's like. Because, I mean, no one really, the one that's super loud and, like, puts themselves on full display for everybody all the time, no one really cares to know them. Because it's just like, ugh, I feel like I'm forced to know you just because I'm in the same premises as you. So, to to know the one that's a little bit more, I don't know, normal. That's that's what I'm saying, though. That's what it feels like you're just a normal guy. Where it's like, I'm not going to go pour my guts out to every person that I see. I'm not going to try to be friend friends with everyone I know because I think I think it's because a lot of people they just want to talk about themselves so if you're someone that doesn't just talk about yourself then I was gonna say I feel like a lot of people are attention seeking yeah yeah for the most part I mean I know I can be but for the most part I I really don't give a shit yeah yeah I'm here I want to do a good job Um, I'll talk to you and that's about it yeah, and it's just most people are looking to tell you about all about their weekend and their life and their thing and their whatever. And so when you're not the one that's doing that, you're not offering that information up just willingly. Everyone's like, well, I want to get to know that information because clearly you don't just give that away. And it's like, well, it's just because why? Why would I want to just tell people that? Yeah. It's interesting. Is it know, people are people it are weird. People are weird, man. Oh, yeah. I always love when – yeah, when people comment how like weird someone is, or like, or they're like, "Yeah, you're you're off." Like socially, like people tell me I'm socially off, which is true. You know, I've got some social quirks, mm-hmm. um, but then I'm also like, "Hey, you know, you're more socially normal, but socially normal is still fucked up." Yeah, it's still a little strange. It's a little strange. Yeah. And honestly, the people that seem yeah. socially normal is not really even. They're mostly just like, I don't, I don't even know. It's it's not good. It's not like it's good. a social norm is a good thing. It's not like what you should be aspiring to is what most people no. are socially. Usually most people are not that great. I, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I had someone, a couple girls that are like, uh, I was, I was telling them I, I'm going to a wedding in July. I was like, yeah, I haven't been to very many weddings. And they're like, why? I was like, well, because I don't want to go to weddings. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? Why would you not? I was like, why the fuck would I want to go to a wedding? Yeah, what on earth would I really feel? I mean, unless I really, really closely know this person and it matters to them, why on earth would I want to be at a wedding? They're like, oh, so no one's ever invited you to a wedding. (laughs) It's like, no. I've been invited. It's just. I go, people have, I just turn it down because I don't want to go. And they're like, that's rude. I was like, I don't care. And it's like, and, is it though? And this is girl it goes, though? well, would you go to my wedding? And what? I was like, I I go, what? No. Why would I go to your wedding? Uh, she's like, I don't know. I was like, that would be weird. And she goes, yeah, it kind of would be weird. I was like, yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah, any, I don't know anyone in your circle. And she goes, yeah, I, that would be awkward for you, huh? I go, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like I don't understand. 
I feel like when you invite people to a wedding, it's these are the people that have been a part of my relationship, and I think that they will still remain a part of my life and, and involved in my relationship. So these are the people I want around me, not just random people you kind of know, which is like crazy because Kaylee's friend, uh, she her parents just gave her a budget for her wedding, and it's $20,000. Oh, Dude, you could like down payment yeah. on the house. Yes, right. Why Earth? You can you can put that in a nice Roth IRA. <laughs> you can put and, a drop uh, in a nice little Roth IRA and just make compound interest, baby. That's crazy. Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars for a wedding. What's the max? Okay, let's let's get to know you a little a little bit more. What's the max you would spend on a wedding, Ian? What? Twenty thousand? That's way too expensive. No, I know, and I look down on every one of those people. Unless you're inviting like five hundred people, which why would you do that? Why do you need twenty thousand dollars for a wedding? I know, but I'm not. I'm not saying it's not normal. I'm just saying it's it's just it's loathsome. It's just a way. It's like why would you not just go and get? Go just spend more money on the honeymoon for just you. Why are you spending more money? You're just getting catering from like a super nice place when you could just grill. And a big pig that you can just spit roast. Just eat that after. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Talking about the bride. I fuck with that totally. Robert Matt says I love you. That was Matthew, by the way, you guys. Love you, Matt. That's a. I don't know. I mean, I would spend maximum on a wedding. I. I mean, like, Matt, two thousand dollars. Like max. That's max. That's fair. Depending on how many people you have there, if it's just enough to basically feed those people and rent the place to do it, because like if you're gonna have people at a wedding, you better feed them. Like, you're not going to, like, jip out and not give them any food. Because if I'm going to a wedding you're not giving me food, then why am I at the wedding? You know, what is the, what is there here for me? I probably yeah. don't know you that well or, like, well enough to really make me that interested. So probably 2000 maybe. I mean, I, I would I, – I really don't know. I haven't actually planned a wedding. So I, I'm not really sure what, like, how fast that adds up. I'm curious how much my sister has spent on her wedding because she's got about a hundred people that she's inviting, but I don't think a hundred people are That's coming. Same. But yeah, I mean, once you invite the members of the f- of both sides of the family, but even then, it's like that's still a lot of people. But the thing is, is yeah. I think that a lot of people they invite just because they're like, I feel an obligation to tell to give this person an invitation, but let's just hope they don't show up. Yeah, I know. But then you also get your little registry list so you can get a bunch of stuff out of it. So maybe you kind of make some of the money back in the end. And, I mean, if your father is funding it for you and you're not paying any money for it, then, I mean, I guess do whatever. But still, to spend $20,000 is a lot of money. That's why, like, I don't even understand buying a wedding dress. Rent a wedding dress. And I don't even know if they have rental wedding dresses. If they don't, we need to start a service. And what's we'll do is I'm, I'm sure they do. Uh, they have to because why would you not – you can rent a tux. Yeah, if you want a super nice wedding dress, rent it out and then buy yourself a more simple dress that you can put on after the wedding ceremony is over while you guys are all hanging out. And then you get to own that dress. But don't spend like five, six thousand dollars on a custom made gown or whatever. 
here's but, a better idea. Just don't wear a wedding dress. There, there you go. Why? There you what's go. The, what's the What's the point? There you go. You could be like, be like my sister. My sister and brother-in-law, their wedding was three hundred dollars, and I respect. There you go. I respect that every way, every way, shape, they, or form. They dress. They dress nice, not elegant. It was in their backyard. They had some. They catered some food. They had mm-hmm. like a dozen people there. People we played Cards that, Against Humanity well, after. We played Card Against Cards Against Humanity. People that loved them and they loved for the most part, except uh, my sister's uh, boyfriend. <laughs> But he can go to hell. Treyway. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean that was like I saw that and I was like, this is this is the perfect This life. is the ideal situation. Yeah. 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 Damn. Damn. But everyone's different. Everyone is mentally ill. Everyone's mentally anyway. ill in their own way. All right. I got a I got a couple for Couple All right. questions. Throw a few of me. Really, you know, peel peel away the layers because okay. you are like like I. You are very much an onion, Ian. There's, I, I there's make people lot. cry, or an artichoke. I'm not sure. You you taste really good with butter on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a tender take that as you will. I'm a tender little piggy. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Wow. Jokes. Um, all right. I think right. I think you're an onion and I'm an artichoke because I have a heart in the inside. <laughs> fucking fucking <laughs> illest burn ever. Got him. You know, some some people say I'm Patrick Bateman. Some people say what? Patrick Bateman? <laughs> Patrick ba- <laughs> So I've heard. Married women call you that. Uh, yeah. Married women call me after nine. Um. Anyway. What is your style of leaving a party? Do you do, you do the old oh, okay. Irish goodbye? Okay. 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 Do you, you kind of, you know, I don't need to explain. I typically, when I leave a party, it's by leaving the invitation on red. That's mostly how it goes. Usually is just when they text me the invite, I leave them on red and don't go to the party. But if I was to go to the party, usually... You start, you know, depending on how many people are there and what my relation is to the person, I will dap up the one person that I'm there for and then kind of beeline out to the car. But if if it's not like it's that big of a deal, then then and or they have a bunch of people or they're busy and I'm gonna have to go walk out in the group or whatever and go find them and interrupt a conversation. I'm just gonna walk I'm just gonna Irish goodbye and then shoot them a text and be like, Hey yo, had a great time. You know, and just hit them up with a little text, but I, I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to go around, hug, handshake, everybody that's there. Because then the problem is once you start that, you're inviting a bunch of people that you don't even know who don't even care to say goodbye to you to start saying goodbye to you. Yeah. So just dap the one person up you know and then walk out. Or one of the people you know, hey, buddy, I'm out. Just let them know. I'll be, I, I, I headed out. And they're like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll let the guy know. And it's just like, dope. We're done. We're out. But typically it's leaving them on red. All right, I respect it, and this is why we're friends. What about you? What do you do there? Um, I would say about the same. The only problem is I try to do the Irish goodbye. I always get caught, though. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe they can feel my presence leaving the room. <laughs> I a, don't know. But I like – I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait, it's gone. 
Like, the, the sun happiness just comes has out left out of the room. <laughs> Sauron has been defeated. <laughs> the clouds part. The sun comes out. It's like, whoa, why did it get increasingly brighter in here? <laughs> Uh, it's hilarious Uh, but yeah yeah i tried to do the irish goodbye yeah you are the kind of guy that like i feel like for you you don't even hit him with a text you just you 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 pull down the street loud enough in your bike that everyone's like is that robert (laughs) yeah that was probably robert all right i guess he left (laughs) i got okay all right he's gone he's gone and they're like that guy's weird anyway Back to whatever conversation we were having without him, anyways, because he was off doing he was something. Not partaking in it. He was off talking to uh, one of our mothers. That's so true. Uh, I got another one for you. Another, you know, let's get to, let's get to know you some more. Okay. Okay. All right. So your your phone rings, mm. but you know you're not going to answer it. Do you immediately oh. silent, or do you let it ring? Um. Okay, well, I guess there's, there's. Uh, no, I mean, I just press because basically with the iPhone, I can just press the volume button, and what that'll do is just turn off the ringer. It'll stop ringing. Right. It'll stop vibrating, but it will still ring out. So it, it seems like I just didn't get to my phone or see the call. Now, I don't just hit hang up because if you do that, it's obvious that you just, just click the click the, the call away and just went right to voicemail or whatever after like two rings and it's like, them. yeah, see, I'm not looking to start it because, because if, if I just say, oh, I couldn't get to my phone, I can like really push off ever having to talk to them for quite some time. But if they think that I just hung up and uh, while they were in mid call uh, or mid ring, then it's like okay, they had they don't want to talk to me. So now I even more so want to talk to them to figure out why they don't want to talk to me. But if I can give them an obvious assumption that oh he just didn't see it, he was pooping or whatever, which is silly to think I'd poop without my phone. Um, that it's like then it's like I could push this off for another week before we really talk. I just be like sorry man, I still don't have I'm still I'm just not for, I've just been really busy, dude. Sorry, my bad, my bad. I'll, I'll hit you soon, you know whatever. So I just I don't want there to be too much of a hard line drawn in the sand. That's, I think, you know, that's pretty polite of you. I think it's polite to both of us. It's polite to them, but it's polite for me, you know? Uh, Yeah, I get that. Because the other thing, too, is then the next time they do call me, if they still think that we're good and and we're just good and that's it, then we can get that conversation wrapped and done with really quick. But if they think that I have something against them, now they have to tell me whatever they wanted to tell me and then still try to stay on the phone longer so that then they can, like, introduce – Whoa! Introduce the conversation about why I hung up mid ring. You know why I declined their call, and it's like, hey, did you? Yeah. Are we good? And it's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're like, okay, well, I just wanted to check because I, I don't know, I kind of feel like maybe it's been a little bit weird between the two of us, and it's just, I don't need Do that conversation. That? Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, I don't know if if that's off of one time of declining their call, but but then the thing is, is that if I decline their call. I feel a little bit obligated to hit him with a text, but like, hey, sorry, I can't talk right now. But if I don't answer it, then I can just never text them, and then I'll just be like, oh, if they reach out again, I'll be like, oh, dude, I didn't even see that you called me last week. Mm. And then it's like, boom, there you go, there you go. Mm. So yeah, so yeah. Although I am a, I am pretty good on answering phone calls. I don't really because the thing is, I don't have people. I feel like you know so many people 
that like yeah. you don't even want to know that you're going to be declining so more calls than me. The people that call me are literally my immediate family, you and Kaylee, and that is it. Yeah. So it's like I don't really there's not too much need to just escape that. So it's not a it's not a big deal. What about you? Are you are you a decliner? Do you want them to know that you saw their call and then rejected the call? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could have guessed. I really didn't. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Or I, I, I would say ninety percent of the time, I don't even know my phone's ringing. Mm. Yeah, that makes and sense. And I'll be like, oh, I'll look at him like, oh, I, I got a, like three calls. Uh, oops. Well, a lot of times I'll have my thing on do not disturb, so it'll go straight to voicemail, anyways. Yeah. And that's always a good. Know, that's was, an easy out. How many, on average, how many phone calls do you get a day? On average? Like none. I mean, sometimes I'll get one call from like a coworker. They'll be like, hey, dude, like can you come over here three. and help me out with this? Like, yeah, point three, basically. Like, I really don't <laughs> get phone calls. No, that's, that's how about how many, how many are you dealing with on average? Uh, uh, I'm looking through my call list right now. Probably about seven a day. Oh, oh, honey, oh, honey, that too much, that too much, honey. <laughs> Tell me, that's a lot. It. That's a lot, baby. Yeah, and it's that's more and than that's enough. just like different numbers. That doesn't even include the like multiple calls from the same person. Oh yeah, boy. But it, it, you know, it's all part of the job. It's all part of life. It's what you. It's all what you do. All right, man. So, so you've completely ignored their call because you're driving. Mm, okay. Okay. And you're driving in the perfect setting at the perfect time and the perfect car, listening to the perfect song. What is that? Oh, boy. What is the perfect time, the perfect setting, the perfect car, listening to the perfect song? In the perfect weather. Um, or, or whatever weather you want. Okay, here's my ideal situation. Here's what it is. I'm driving through Mount Hood on my way to Bend because that's one of my favorite drives to make is the drive to Bend. I just like the terrain. I want it to be evening where the sun is kind of setting, and since I'm driving east, the sun is – or I'm driving east. So the sun sets in the west. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the sun is not in my eyes. It's behind me. We're driving that Mercedes that the uh, the one people that you know own, and I'm listening oh, I'm gonna, to. Uh, I'm driving that to the wedding, by the way. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. And I'm listening to goodbyes by Post Malone, and you're there, and we're just Ooh. we're cruising, Ooh. we're cruising, we're doing our thing. That's we're standing I, up. We're standing up while we're driving. We're basically <laughs> surfing. Can't can't believe we did that. Yeah, you know, we just stupid. we had a good time. We had a good time. We had a good time. Probably it's good that they don't know that we did that, but whatever. But that would probably be my ideal situation. What about you? Mm, I love it. Okay. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a sad boy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I've known. I've done that. I'm gonna, but but not anymore. But you know, sometimes it's 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 nice to reminisce, right? I mean, sometimes you just have a night where you're just like, ah, man, I I did like being a sad boy sometimes, and you just give in to that moment. But it's not like it's not a regular occurrence anymore. No, it's it's few and far between. Very. I have, I have I'm busy. I have too much to do to be a sad boy. Being a 
I realize being a sad boy is for people with a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, you have to have a lot of free time to just be sad. You can't just be sad and busy at the same time. I mean, you could be miserable, but you can't be sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> I, th- I, think, uh, I think my scenario, it's, it's about... It's about midnight, twelve thirty. Okay. You're you're flying down the highway. It's raining, it, or it, it's drizzling. You know, there's there's some water. I'm in an Aston Martin, <laughs> and I'm listening to Adele. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's so real, there's some water, and and by and water is falling from the sky, or there's just water in general. No, no, it's it's drizzling. It's drizzling. liquid. Liquid is coming down from the clouds. Amen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. And you're listening to Adele. What song specifically? Or just any Adele song does not matter. I was going to say one of the sad ones, but they're... <laughs> like, that's like most they're of really them. really all sad. Yeah, they're really so, all sad. Yeah. You just take your pick. Wow, Adele. That is what you're going... Adele and an Aston Martin. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Or it's either Adele or Lana Del Rey. Wow! Wow! I did not expect the Lana was going to be the blue other jeans, one. Blue jeans by Lana Del Rey. So, where do you stand with the weekend? Are you still are you still a big fan of the weekend? Do you still want to like? Because I would have expected the weekend to be your choice. I, you know, I I, I love the weekend. Of He's course, great. Not of course. his new stuff. His his new stuff is garbage. His but, his new his last album was a little bit. It was a bit weak, in my opinion. Yeah, I have not I've gone back to listen to it, to it at all. Anyway. Um, I, I still have love for the homie. Yeah, obviously, obviously. But uh, you know, y'all just don't kick it as much anymore. Yeah. No, it's all love. When you see yeah, each other, you I've guys are still gonna adapt each other up. It's like you're not gonna invite them over to the crib. But I'm taking I'm taking Lana a little more seriously now. Right. You know, we're, we're, we're courting. <laughs> so it's like it's like you've gotten a girl, so you push your homie off to the side a little bit. <laughs> exactly. You're Fuck dating. You, you're courting Lana, so now that you're not even like Abel's a little bit off. He's like, hey man, sorry, we just don't care. we don't see each other as much anymore. I'm like, oh no, it's okay. Fine. You don't throw it back like this. All right, that's fair. That's fair. All right, that's a good that's a good scenario right there. I can, I, I could see that. Aston Martin. Beautiful car. Do you have any more questions? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really got a list full. How many do you think you have? Uh, I've got three more. Three more. If you okay. Want me to, yeah. If you really want me to go for it. Well, I mean, hey, let's might as well. We're here. All right. Okay. So you're watching. So you're watching a. A YouTube video, maybe a short or a TikTok, um, it, and it's a you know it's one of the ones that really tries to draw you in, so it can give you some stupid climax, right? Um, do you <laughs> do, do you okay? Do you watch up until the climax and watch you know what like the whatever is gonna happen, or do you turn it off right before? I, whoa, um. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, like, it's how long is this TikTok? Like, it's a minute long? Or are we talking, like, a couple no, minutes long? Maybe, like, 20 seconds. Oh, 20 seconds. Okay. Um, 
I mean, it really depends on what it is. I mean, it really depends on what it is. If the buildup is stupid and it seems unnecessary and it's like, you're just doing this to try to get more watch time out of me. So you're taking way too long to get to the thing that I will wait till it happens and then just swipe past or, or I, I won't intentionally wait right before it happens just to be defiant. I will typically just, I'll skip it as soon as I'm like, this is some bullshit. And like whatever the payoff is, if it doesn't seem like it's going to be worth the 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 wait, or it's like it's like damn, you're just wasting my time showing me stuff I don't need to see. Like just get to the point already. Then there's a lot of times that I would just skip it right off the bat. But I I probably won't intentionally wait all the way to the end because then it's like, well, I just wasted my time. But I don't know for what though. I don't know. Do you wait all the way to the end and then and then skip it right before the climax of the video? Yeah. Okay. Is it, what does that do for you emotionally? Like, what does that make you feel? Like you 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 showed it up. You're like, I don't need you. You can't dupe me. Uh, no. I it's I'll do it to videos I actually like. I'm really interested in. Um. Okay. And I'm like, I want to see that. So you just hate yourself. You just hate yourself. So it's not that you hate the video. I haven't quite. I haven't quite figured out why, but it, <laughs> I, I do find some enjoyment out of it. That's hilarious. That's literally all these answers. It's I don't know if, if so far have my answers been any curveballs to you that you didn't see coming, or do they all sound about what you expected? Um. Yeah, no, no, that's about it, what I expected. Okay, I was going to say, because I'm, I'm knocking everyone out of the park if I was taking a guess on what your answer would be. Well, yeah. They're very like, Robert. Like They're very said, Robert. You and you and I know. <laughs> we know. Well, that's the thing is that it We're, might not have been a question that's been answered before, but I could probably take a guess on what you would have said and vice yeah. versa. Yeah, okay. You know, we're, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. To some extent, as much as we change, there's still some similarities that just ring the same and always are just, they, they just are. This is what it is. You know, the last two, the, it's it's more of I want to just kind of pick your brain and see, you know, I just I just love your opinions. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and just kind of see what you think about it. All right. All right. I'm interested. I'm interested in hearing what this is. All right. Kind of the kind of the question posed is that success in mental illness or there is a, there's a razor thin line between mental illness and success. What do you think about that? Or is it hand in hand? Um there's a razor thin line between because you could have a homeless guy, right? Maybe maybe you don't know he's homeless, but he's like I'm going to be a millionaire <clears throat> and he's he's going to be strung out on crack in about 12 hours. And then you could have a guy who's like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. And you're like, okay, dude. And then he becomes a millionaire. Both of those sound insane. But then the the millionaire, you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's like it's justifiable. I Okay, I see what you're saying. Like there are certain habits that are – they seem – uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a thin line between success and mental illness, but I think that there is a consistent layer of mental illness on everybody. And mm -hmm. I think that certain people, they... 
some people allow the mental illness to get in the way of what they were trying to attain. Some people let the mental illness push them to what they were trying to attain. But at the same time, too, sometimes it's that you allow the fact that you are succeeding give you the free pass to just be mentally ill unchecked and not care about the development of yourself as a as a human because you're just like well i've succeeded and it typically it's not over overall success like you don't see someone that's overwhelmingly mentally ill that's making a million dollars that also has a beautiful like relationship with their family and a steady like community life and things like, like usually they're a recluse that has pushed a lot of people away the relationships they do have are really deteriorating because they are not like developing as a person well and they're putting all of their time into success either in entertainment or in just the regular corporate world so to see typically eventually the mental illness if you don't take care of it if you don't deal with those problems or or issues in your life then um i believe that they will get in the way of you succeeding in certain areas you won't be able to succeed in everything you might be able to hyper focus on one thing and find success in that but the rest of your life is probably still going to be in shambles eventually you have to address it i believe but i do think that there are times where people can take the uh, their problems can just show up in in um, either like you could either have the obsession for comfort. A lot of it's like the obsession of a need for comfort, and it's like well, some people think that drugs are the easiest, most comforting thing to have, and it doesn't take as much. But then other people are like, well, I want to just be financially secure, and so like those two, it could be the same driving force. It could just be it just they a different different way of them playing out. I guess I don't know. But I do think, wisdom. I think that, uh, yeah, I think to be overall successful in all the areas of your life, you probably still need to work through your mental illness. Wow. You should write a book. I doubt that Bezos is just like got a great family and home life and a relationship with his kids and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think, my guy? You know, I think it's all made up. I think it's all fake. We're on a simulation. <laughs> it's all a lie. I don't think anything actually matters. It's all a lie by Big Pharma. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Try to keep everybody in cages. Exactly. <clears throat> Is that the last? Was that two combined together right there? Um, There was another one, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't really want to. I don't think it's a. I didn't word it very well. So. All right. Fair Shocker. enough. Fair enough. Um. Well, wow. I mean, I feel like. Oh boy, we've really broken down some walls here, Robert. I feel like the two of us, we just. Uh, we've allowed the people you know, I, I, to see where we stand. Those are a few oddball questions. They're you know they're ones that you know. The, the problem is, is that the day to day life and the day to day conversation sometimes doesn't draw out the probing questions that we need to be asked. You know, I will talk about the same things, the same parts of life, and and uh, every once in a while you'll get a curveball answer that I didn't expect from you or you didn't expect from me because we asked a really obscure question. So I think that uh, coming to the table with some questions like that will uh, it'll just bring the the true us out of us. You know what I mean? We'll bring the real, it's beautiful. you know, schizos out. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The mediators between sanity it's, and insanity. It's art. It's art reflecting life, truly. <sighs> Amen. 
Well, uh, what's been on your mind this last week, Robert? What, what have you been up to? What's been the thing that's keeping you from being able to go to sleep when you're supposed to? Uh, nothing because I fall asleep in about two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got a record time. You're doing a good good job out there, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Um, what's been on my mind? I just, <laughs> I'm, I just really enjoy being a recluse. Yeah. I just, I, I'm just really, I'm uh, really tired because. Because definitely for a long time, I forced myself to be, you know, more social, to really build my character, or at least try to, what I thought was build my character, uh, my personality, um, you know, just try to ex- escape from what I grew up in, mm-hmm. you know? And I, th- I think, I feel like I took it too far, mm. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just burn out on it and i just really want to just pull back pull the reins back i don't really want to talk to anyone i i just really want to like hyper focus on a couple things like build my you know build what's important uh work's not as important to me now um Mm. i mean it it obviously still is Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not like i don't i don't feel like i now is the time well, to, I feel like, to keep climbing. I feel like why you, one of the main reasons, it wasn't like, it wasn't just a, I want to break this, the person that I was and I want to be more social because that just seems like an enjoyable way of living my life. It seemed like for you it was, it was um, in order for me to continue excelling in the career field that I want to excel in, I need to be able to become one of these people and those people that can turn it on and be social and be chatty and be this because that is how I am able to do my job with the most. And so maybe now that you're at a point where trying to excel your career down the line or whatever you thought you were doing just seems less and less important to you at that at the time that you're just like, I don't feel the need to try to just be this person that I'm not and I'm okay with just being more recluse from people. And not trying to, because yeah. it wasn't just. I think that looks like a more enjoyable life. It was just like I looks like that's what it takes to get where I want to go. Yeah. Well, then, what are you focusing on then? Uh, just kind of just being simple. <laughs> being uh, simple. I, being simple, which I'm really good at being simple. Let me tell you. Hmm. Uh, just like I getting away from my phone music i don't i stopped listening to music mm. stop using my phone yeah um just kind of i'll just when i get home, at least i try if i have any time just get home and i'll just kind of sit down and i don't know just think yeah just really just like kind of i just i'm trying to dig deep and like because I, I i recognized i used especially with music and stuff like i always wear my headphones like 24 7 same same um and i'm just i realize i'm just crowding out the important things and i don't want to i don't want to address uh either thoughts or i don't want to dig deep mm. and kind of and move forward with my life um and I, I i recognize that so i've been trying to undo that and uh and just kind of dig deep and, and really just kind of 
hang out with myself and figure out what I like and what I what I need. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's what's been on my mind. How about you, buddy? I feel like it's been a similar uh, for me. It's been very interesting because I'm I'm trying to step away from certain things like that too. I've I've been trying to not just be on my phone. Like when I when I'm on my lunch break or on my work breaks or whatever, don't just sit on my phone. That's what everyone else does. They just sit and scroll on their phone. I'm like I'm just trying to not not do that. I have a book that I usually bring with me to work that I'll start reading. Um, after work, I try to just go for my run, read and stuff like that. And then when I go for my run, I just don't, don't put headphones in. I just would rather think and pray and, and kind of just meditate and just take some time to just, because for so long it was just like a fear of my thoughts and it was, but it's not really just a fear of my thoughts. It's just, I have issues that I don't want to address yet. And there's no way for me to undistractively walk through life and just let my thoughts go without realizing that, Hey dude, you need to address some of these things. And so I would I would just have to feel a need to live in a constant kind of distracted mode where I'm always listening to a comedy podcast or a new music thing or whatever, or I need to be focusing on a, a, what's the next project we're working on, the next podcast thing that we should be talking about. And, and so it became very, like you go to work and all day I was listening or watching YouTube or something while I was working. And then as soon as I get home, I just sit down and veg out for the rest of the evening or something like that. Or when I go do things, I have to be listening to something. I always have to be entertained. I have to, when I go to the shower, I'm listening to some music. When I'm doing this, I'm listening to that. And so it became such an incessant whatever. I feel like it's hard to, for me, it's like I can't hear God talking if I am just always putting someone else's voice in my head constantly. And, yeah. and then, and a lot of times I need to, because I'll, I'll run off my first instinct and it's not just instinct, but it's like, what is my, the loudest thing then was my feelings and how I felt in that moment. And those were usually not the things I should trust because usually it was the instant gratification. It was the craving that I needed to, to, to scratch that itch, you know? And so it was like, if I just went through the whole situation, whatever it was in my life, not thinking, trying to distract myself. And then in the moment I would make the snap decision. The snap decision was usually poor because it was usually just what does my body feel like I just want right now? What seems the most enjoyable right this second? Is it going and getting beers in the middle of my workday with my homies? It's like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to drink through the rest of the day. And instead of taking the time to be like, no, I'm at a good place. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking ahead. I don't want to make that choice because I know that this leads to this, which leads to that, which typically ends me up in this spot, which is not where I want to be because it always, you know, and so just stepping away from distraction. That's why when I went to the airport, I just, on my way back and there, I just sat in the airport, no headphones in, just sat thinking, praying, stuff like that. Got on the plane, sat with my headphones off for like at least 30 minutes of the flight and just kind of watched my surroundings, listened to people around me and, um, I think just being okay with not needing to constantly be just distracted, like a constant state of noise. It's just always noise and distraction to just keep me, keep me. It's like I got the, the binky in my mouth that I constantly have to be nursing on the bottle to keep me attached to the thing. And that's what's fueling me to get through my day. And without that, you know, it all comes crumbling down or something. I just don't want to I don't want to be at a moment's notice if I don't have the right thing in front of me to keep me entertained or to keep me numbed then all of a sudden I'm gonna have a meltdown because I don't know how yeah. to handle the voice in my head and I don't know how to just sit there in silence and deal with that fact so 
So it's definitely been, it's been a lot of that too. Um, and also at the same time, it's also been for me, I feel like there are aspects of who I am that I like having, I like having surface level conversation where we're just joking and laughing, having a good time. It doesn't always have to be a thing, you know, and I hate when every day somebody has to come in and it, the whole day is always a thing because they're in a mood. And when they're in a mood, the whole day has to be about their mood that they're in and they need to make it sure that everyone knows that that's the mood they're in and that's how they feel. And a lot of times wow. I've just, I push them away and I just want nothing to do with it. But at other times I will have a real conversation, whether I'm just roped into it or I just, we're chatting and it just starts going down a lane and someone will ask a question or throw out an inquiry or whatever. And I'll have an answer that if I was talking to one of my close friends, this is what I would say. But because I don't feel like having this maybe awkward conversation because maybe we don't see eye to eye or I don't know where they stand on this or maybe it will expose me for being this or that and that's not what they are, that I, I just avoid it. And I'll just give them a weird like half answer or I'll dance around the subject. But, you know, I kind of whatever. It's a little this, little that. But I'm never too specific because I'm just like I don't really want to have this conversation. But when I see some of these people that I know, I'm just like – yeah, but no one's having the conversation with you and, and your life is, you're just in a shithole right now. So like I, someone's going to have to chit chat with you about, about this issue and be like, Hey dude, like maybe you should address this and do something about this. Cause no one else is telling you that. And if I'm just another guy that doesn't have the balls to just sit down and say, Hey man, this is, this is a bad path you're on. And like, you can do something about it. You just aren't. <laughs> And so, and as much as that's a little awkward sometimes and makes me feel a little uncomfortable, it's, I, I want to be able to do that and not feel too awkward or too strange about it that I, I just, I can't, like, I feel like I can't, I'm, I'm too afraid of what it's going to be like or that uncomfortable tension to have that conversation. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. That's, that's about, deep. It's been what it's been for me. Damn. Damn, buddy. Well, what a good, what a good episode. That was a clean little hour fifteen. We just cruised right through that. I that was not. It was, it was pretty good. It was. It switched it up a little bit. Yeah, it's not what I expected it to be. That's not what I expected the episode to be, and it was, it was something. I really enjoyed that. I actually had the. I was going to pull out a little bit of questions myself, but, uh, but you, you just laced them with one after the next. How was that? It was, it was kind of rough. No, it was but, uh, good. It was good. I, I, I think, uh, I think. Um, some practice but uh, you know it wasn't too bad no it was a good time it was a good time well on that note guys i uh, i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode of the pocket but we've done so many what is this episode 100 and 119 119 damn we've been doing this for a minute baby it's <laughs> two and a half years two and a half years uh, of doing this podcast you guys wild uh well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Lost in Our Podcast. And remember, kiddos, you're not lost forever, just lost for the summer. <laughs> <laughs>